Did you really drag me in here to listen to another one of your podcasts? Dude, you're embarrassing me in front of the wizards. Want a juice box and some string cheese? <laughs> Do you really have that? Fourth wall break inside a fourth wall break. That's like 16 walls. Flawless victory. Mother? What's wrong with me? Darling, I don't have to answer to you. I'm Batman. Why'd you open your bonghole, you smelly hippie? It's clobbering time. This is the men who look bad in spandex? That's disgusting. Are you seriously calling it that? Hi, this is Amanda Connor, and you are listening to Men Who Look Bad in Spandex podcast. And fortunately, it's a podcast, so you don't have to look at the men who look bad in spandex. <laughs> Oh, well, there's your check, huh? Probably should have had a cough drop for you. <laughs> Ricola. Yeah, yeah, no. You ever, in there, I'm all. <clears throat> you ever want to blow one of those Swiss horns, my man? Not on purpose, no. And, you know, I guess I wouldn't say no, depending on if we're in the Alps, you, you do like you're supposed to, I guess. What do you mean? Do you have to wear the lederhosen? Is that what, what? I'm not necessarily saying you have to wear the whole costume, but if you're already there and there's already the horn there, and the Swiss Miss is there. You don't want to disappoint. Mm-hmm. You ever ask her where she got the idea for the marshmallows in them? That's what, that's what I'd go with. <laughs> I don't necessarily feel like she's the one actually making it. Delicious. And I'm not disagreeing. Ah, yes. The glory that the sweet land of Switzerland has given us throughout <laughs> the years. Uh, cheese, great. Oh, Swiss cheese. <laughs> I almost yeah. didn't catch that. That would have been what a great way to start the podcast. I yeah. mean, it's something, all right? Yeah, man. No, it is the podcast called Men Who Look Bad in Spandex. Your boy Steve Max here, back, biggest life, twice as ugly, to bring to life season four, to rise from the ashes. Like Mark Paul Glossier's career, <laughs> we bring you mediocre sitcom-level entertainment. Laugh track not included. On the airwaves of every, everywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, yeah. Now, he's in shows, man. I shouldn't bag on Zach Morris, man. <laughs> I shouldn't, man. A.C. Slater's got nice hair still. Mario Lopez kills it. You know, I'm... Oh, yeah. Thanksgiving Day Parade. Like, that's the deal. Yeah, dude, he's got his thing going on, man. He yeah. does. He's, he's like a... What do, you, is that like, what do you think is like a B or C lister? What is that? Uh, you know, in the grand scheme of Hollywood, I would say right now they both fall in the C category. Because there are faces that everyone... Well, okay, there's a faces that a majority of population know... Whether they know exactly why they know them or not. But commanding presence, I mean, the guy did, he had a talk show for a little while. I mean, he does parades just fine. Was it called Mario? I cannot remember. I, as soon as I said it, I knew like my brain could remember talk show? it. It was, it was like a morning show mm. that he's part of. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and then yeah. both of them showed up in that uh, Saved by the Bell. Uh, I guess you'd call it the... Uh, Reimagining is what you'd call it. Yeah, you know who's the, not showing up to the next reunion? Well, Dustin Diamond. I mean, that's true for lots of reasons. Should we dedicate this uh, first episode of season four to Screech? You know, I don't actually remember where the man passed away, but sure. Figure he deserved something. Did he get knifed? 
Is that is that how he no, died? I, or did he die from a disease? I don't actually remember how he died. I don't also remember, but I do remember that it was not not nice. I know he did get in trouble for he did adult a films, stabbing in a bar, and though. celebrity boxing. What a resume! I mean, instantly hireable. Yeah. Yeah, on the spot. <laughs> I what he showed showed up in a couple of movies where he played, par- played a parody of himself. Is that right? Um, what's the one with uh, oh gosh. Chris Farley and who goes along with Chris Farley? The shorter David guy. David Spade. David Spade. There we go. There's a movie where David, Pace, David Spade plays. Man, that was hard to say out of my mouth just now. <laughs> <clears throat> Take two. That was hard. David David Spade plays a kid actor grown up in Hollywood. And there's a meeting of other kid actors that are all playing in a card game. Dustin Diamond is there along with mm. Mm, man, one of the part the younger Donnie by Danny Bucky by Douchey. Right? Bucky something? He has and, that uh Nuckin. Yeah. This is Nuckin Futz. Yeah, that's the guy. That's the show. Yeah, I remember. I can't yeah. remember who all was Dickie there. Dicky something Dicky something Child L- Star. Little Dicky, maybe? Dicky something no, Child Star. The little one was Adam Sandler's little That's a uh, rapper. Little Dickie's a rap. Oh, that's true. He is. Yeah, yeah that's so, true. Yeah. yeah, we're crisscrossing our pop culture. It's all it'll happen. A mess. It's a wide world of Man, sports so out there. So many littles out there. Mm. Man, little Steve would be your rap name. I mean, you need a face tattoo if you're thinking about getting no, in the that's game. That's not happening. So. No, 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 not at all. I mean, Post Malone could pull it off apparently. Ah, uh, well, you know, he's Post Malone. I mean, there's, but if that wasn't the case, there'd be a totally different situation there. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's, a, it's, a it's not for everyone. It's not for everyone. Man, not for everyone. Post Malone, that's the, well, I, I guess that's the only way to react to somebody. Post Malone, not for everyone. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know. He has certainly taken his talent to uh, the next level. Um, he was a subject of a study of uh, music done by people on, you know, with white coats on, smarter than I. The big brains, uh, they found out why his music was so likable, because he sings in a certain key that's very relatable. Oh. So when you hear him sing, uh, you feel like you can sing along and sing along rather well oh, with it. damned. So, yeah. So it's kind of like, I don't know if it's the auto-tune effect or if it's just the kind of that note, but it like, like if the brown note existed uh, and it was one that would make you listen and enjoy it, like this is the note Post Malone's voice hit. Wow. Voice hits. Well, I'll be damned. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's, you know, some sort of bunk science funded by people who want to sell Post Malone albums. It can be. You can pay scientists to do pretty much anything you want, Steve. There's Doritos that did it. Yeah, Doritos. Hey, it's yeah. a great idea. The spicy Limon ones, the one he was shooting at people. Are you shooting at them? Yeah. Shooting people. Yeah. That's a Super Bowl commercial. Super Bowl pick, you got one? Ah, uh, no. Although I am going to be watching the, uh, the, uh, the, like, what do you even call them? The last two post-game, man, it's like everything just left my brain. The game's tomorrow. Yes. I plan to watch both of them. Yes. And now I cannot, championships, geez, the word championships was so hard <laughs> to come up with just now. Championships! For whatever reason. Like the other day I was reading, I don't know, I was reading some people on Facebook and stupid nonsense Speculator people with their good place for nonsense book grab blah blah blah, and one of them is like, oh, what do you think the hold value is on the Young Avengers? And do you really think that when he just trying to get people to tell him that he was being smart with his books? 
which is not the right reason to do literally anything and not the right way to, if you want to have a portfolio in life, you need to invest in the stock market because that's something that's real. Is it good, bad? Uh, both. I mean, both. I mean, people jumped out of buildings at one point because of the craziness. That That's true. But when it comes to comic books, if you're trying to be a speculator in comic books, you need to go back in time about 20 years. Longer than that. Go back in time 50 years. Because books that are worth millions of dollars are books from the 60s. Not books from this year, last year, whatever. I mean, you might make yourself 50 bucks. Cool. If you do that a lot, I guess you get to a million. Nevertheless, well, they they were trying to hy- come up with what was more the hyperbole for the next batch of movies, what was going to be young, of Young Avengers or what they were going to call it. And the, because of the characters we have in those movies, the champions make sense. And I'm just like reading it, thinking to myself, how idiotic what I was reading was. And my answer back to them was like, oh, it's clearly going to be the Avenging Champions. Clearly. Clearly. Like, how do you people not know this? <laughs> and I said, and I said, maybe it'll be Champion Avengers. I said, oh man, I wonder what my Freddie Mercury spec books would are they going to go up or not? Because there is books with Freddie Mercury and about Queen. Surprisingly enough, as a joke, I felt like it was hilarious. They did. Uh, they dabbled in the high fantasy world quite a bit. They did. Yeah, they did soundtracks for Highlander. Dude. Yeah, it was good. No, Queen, uh, Queen liked it, man. I do. I do enjoy, uh, I do enjoy some uh, Highlander. There can only be one, Steve. I mean, that's what they said. And then there was the two guys, Christopher Lambert and... Adrian Paul. Adrian Paul. And I didn't want either one of them to die. So I just like the Kurgan. Two. On, just just oh, give, me, give, me more, give, me more, give me all the Kurgan. Yeah, the give Kurgan, the Kurgan. Is, uh, Give me that heat. Give me that smoke. He is a classy guy. Oh, brother. He would be a great prom date. <laughs> Jewelry included. Oh, it's all stitched absolutely. into his neck. Absolutely. Talk about face tattoos. <laughs> Trying to hold Let's himself go together. From, go, go down the chin a little bit. People be like, is that a tattoo? would be like, no, it's a scar. <laughs> yeah. One Clancy Brown. Oh, yeah. so good. Been in so many comic book movies. You've probably heard him in some of your favorites, man. You know, the guy, the speculating guy in the Young, uh, Young Avengers thing, obviously he's taking advantage of the... The market's kind of bent towards the idea of what the next few movies in the MCU will be. Right. Right. That's kind of what he's Yeah, what that's he's what, going that, that's for. what he's, he's questioning from the audience to tell him what would be better to invest in. Right. I don't think the Young Avengers is a good idea. Is that? No. It's currently falling. You need in first appearances. Yeah. You need, yeah, mint condition event books. You need. Right. As much as I, as much as I really would like to see. Man, this is going to sound so nerdy. The way I it's really. It's okay. Like You're to in a see... safe place. <laughs> Iron Trust Lad me, baby. in a batch of movies. And with all the debacle with Mr. Majors, the idea of a Iron Lad that is Kang the Conqueror from the future come back in time to save himself and him being a totally different actor makes perfect sense at this point, especially with the concept of recasting happening right now, because it kind of God, is. I hope somebody from Disney's listening, because you are throwing them lifelines right now, brother. <laughs> I uh, hope, dude. As Tune a, in, As people. a thing, man. I would say that's the way you fix what you're doing, and I would love to see that story as a as a as a movie adapted. But I mean, at this point in the game, yeah, I mean, you're right. It's first appearances, and while there is an issue that is a first appearance, I mean, technically, it's the first appearance of the Young Avengers as a group. And then when you get to the Iron Lad, it's the first appearance of Iron Lad. 
but Kate Bishop's her uh, ship has already started. I mean, from Hawkeye, same thing with uh, Kamala Khan and Miss Marvel. So like all that yeah. stuff's already moving. So you betcha. People are crazy. That that is true. That that is true. It's almost. Uh, I mean, it's interesting. A correlation to bring in like <laughs> things like Fannie and Mae and Freddie Mac when in 2008 the recession happened. But when they say things like too big to fail, the MCU comes to mind. Oh, man. <laughs> well, you know, oh, there's a. Oh, man. Yeah, there's a thing there. There's for sure. a lot of steam lost there, man. Um, and maybe, you know. Maybe 2024 is good. I, I don't know. You have thoughts on Echo? I personally have to say, like, as of this recording, I I haven't ever seen it. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, the Echo show? Yeah. Just one episode so far. I, I kind of came to it a little bit late in the game just because I've been doing other things. You're surprisingly enough, God, this is sort of weird. So uh, a buddy of mine, we were hanging out a couple weeks ago, and he's like, did you ever watch Krypton? And I was like, you know what? I watched most Sci-fi of the first season. Channel. Yeah. As I watched for most of the first season. I didn't really, I didn't finish it. There are pieces that made me real mad. He's like, well, you, you want to watch it? I was like, I sure, I, I could stand finishing the series and go back and revisit it. Because I never watched season two. I was aware that Lobo was in it, but there was, I never went the extra length to watch it. I've since seen both season one and season two. And Love Lobo. I mean, they're, they're Lobo. He, he wasn't horrible. Was he the the right match for Lobo? I mean, he did fine for TV, I guess. He's Jason Momoa. Well, that would be, that that would be. You know, there's That's a, tough to say because he's a pretty good Arthur Curry. No, he does fine as Aquaman, and his casting for Aquaman makes sense in all the check boxes to not make it Aquaman does. mockable. I agree, concurring indeed, Doctor. So, with that in mind, his natural appearance and the way he carries himself does suit Lobo uh, very much. Uh, just you know. Whiten up that skin a little bit, give him some black marks on his eyes, and you're good to go. You got yes, Arnian. hundred percent. The last. I mean, the rest of it. He already, he already has the tattoos. He already dresses the part. His hair is already there. The beard's <laughs> he there. Generate himself My from a gosh. single drop of blood. I mean, yeah, he's a he's an impressive. Which in the show they did do a point where there's a point where Lobo's chasing our main character, and uh, he gets cut off by this force-filled door, and his arm gets chopped off on one side. And him on the other side, and then he gets his arm start. He him himself gets shot in the face because he tries to shoot them through the force field, and it, for all intents, believes that you killed him. But the arm that's on the inside of the room, it regrows him. It's, it, I was surprised, but I was very impressed because it didn't look nearly as bad as my description just now. If it was. <laughs> My first introduction to Lobo, and this is, I, I guess this is confession time on the man who looked bad in spandex, uh, was actually Marvel vs. DC when he fought, uh, when he fought uh, Wolverine. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of funny. I was like, this guy's cool. And then, of course, getting into uh, the rest of his lore. It's, it's a good time. No, no, yeah. As far as a character that it, I don't necessarily know if he deserves a 100-issue uh, running series or not, but as a thing, there's lots of different stuff you can do with Lobo that'd be... He's a, pretty neat. A, certainly a wonderful guest character. Uh, oh, for sure. A great one-shot type of guy. Oh, you yeah. You know, a miniseries uh, fellow. Yeah, uh, but, um, oh, man, it's just perfect anti-hero. Uh, he was born, what year, what what decade was he born in? The late oh, man. 80s? Like, first appearance? Was it the late 80s? Oh, God, I'm going to say yes. 
Because through the 90s, he had that whole steeze about him. With he the, was the 90s, embodied the 90s. Yeah, for per- sure. Perfectly. The anti-hero. Big hair, leather jacket, bad attitude. Yeah. Books that were rated mature for content of language. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know. <laughs> he did make some appearances in Superman the Animated Series. Though. He did. He did. So yeah. He was that po- He was popular enough to uh, garner his way into that world. He was a little weasel, man. <laughs> He's just a snake and in and everything. Because he is. You're right. He's a good one-shot character that you can do whatever you want with. Well, I mean, he has that appeal like Deadpool does. Yeah, you kill like him. Pretty yeah. much anything you do with yeah. Lobo, you can get away with. Absolutely. Hero, he, bad he, guy. Even change him entirely, and then mm-hmm. he comes right back to being the same Lobo. So, I mean, that happened, too. I enjoyed him in the New 52. Uh, I thought he was pretty cool. His uh, character arc in space with... Um, I can't remember what it was. Or... I might be mistaken. He might be in Infinite Crisis. I can't remember if it was that or right after with the New 52. Did he look like the biker in space or did he look like a uh, samurai greaser? Uh, (laughs) Being a man for the 50s with a hairstyle that is a... He had to fight off this strange, like, brood-esque alien species... Okay. Yeah, in yeah. space, and they like you know, we. They were like you know, this instant consumers, and like, <laughs> yeah, you know, they would like yeah, this tiny like little spores would eat them all up, and there was this one mother controlling them, and Lobo was like trying to double cross them and like free everybody, and I can't. A lot of comics out there, all cracked and and, and crammed into the old brain and brain. Yeah, no, pan. understandable. And when you like read new ones too, Steve, you know, you like read those, and you like so your brain kind of is like these are the ones that only matter. These are the ones that only exist now. But then, like, you remember that you had such a wonderful time. I had an argument with a guy about Nightfall the other day, speaking of great memories. Really? He hated Nightfall. See, speaking mm-hmm. of how Jean Paul Valley was a horrible pastiche of Bruce Wayne. And once again, the 90s whole, like, mach- machismo. And I was like, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I can see it. But he was still pretty fun, you know? It's like a psycho Batman who, like, slowly armors himself up. Oh, sure, yeah. It was kind of cool. You could play with that i mean you can't deny it didn't look cool no his suit was definitely awesome and like when it comes to things there's a constant i feel like there's a constant feel in the combat community that they always want something different and they always say that to themselves oh, i just want something different and then we get jean paul valley and they say i don't want anything different <laughs> i don't i don't want anything different Becky, I, I don't want anything different which i mean uh. Supposedly we're getting into, they're saying this summer we're going to have a pretty big event, and I don't think it's actually been, I don't know if it's actually been titled anywhere yet or not, but they're making it sound like it might be another zero hour. So, I mean, really, is that actually what it is? Don't quote me because I don't know that for sure. Man, the flashes have died enough. Well, I mean, I'll give you, a flashpoint again would be, but a zero hour would re-encompass things and be able to do other changes to... Pretend like the universe is better afterwards. Who do they need to get rid of? <laughs> well, in Zero Hour, it's only say I feel like it's a get rid of. I think more it's like a... So, Trimming of the cosmic hedge, Stephen? I think that's the case. Oh, are we just, you know, going, okay, we don't need this. Yeah, I think it's more likely that, that Athenia the Herd. Um, I mean, Dan DiDio, prior to him uh, being released by DC, was pushing that 5G stuff. Or sorry, 4G, excuse me, 4G. Uh, back before... 4G was a service you could buy on your phone, and when AT&T still owned DC. So two things you think you would have planned ahead better before you branded a thing Bam. a certain way. Uh, but his plan was to, in fact, take and move DC into the f- new era of heroes, which 
not new era. That's a different thing to the next generation of heroes. And in doing so, we were going to bench Wonder Woman. We were going to bench Batman. We were going to bench Superman and put in their younger accolades to take over those parts. Um, in Batman's case, we're going to put Jace. Uh, oh gosh, uh, Morgan Freeman's character in the Batman movies is who? Uh, Lucius Fox. Fox thank you. Uh, we were going to we were going to put in Jace Fox to replace Batman as his own Batman, and uh, that did kind of happen, not as a replacement, so but it happened at the state. same time. Yeah, yeah. Future State sort of did that. And then we even gave um, him his own book that was called I Am Batman. I Am Batman. About, gosh, I think 18 issues is what it was on. I can't remember. I don't yeah. remember the last number. Yeah, yeah. 18, you're right. So, like, but in that book, we did move him to another city. So he had his own city. And then eventually moved him to New York, which is Gotham, but not Gotham. So is Metropolis. It's also New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty New York, dirty New York, and then actual New York all existed in the DC universe. Pretty, Gotham's pretty, like like right where Washington D.C. really close to D.C. Right, Metropolis is like somewhere on the East Coast as well. So me supposedly, but they're all New York. Dirty New York Metropolis is Gotham. Is not Metrop- New York. Metropolis is pretty New York. It's the good side. The Central Parks, the Rockefeller yeah, Centers, it's the nice side. All right, you romantic. What are you talking about, man? Which part? Is it grunge? Uh, <laughs> The sweet grunge. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean of New York? The, 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 the New tasty York. and crunchy air you can have yourself a meal upon when you walk <laughs> through it. Man, it, it, you, it's all a matter of yeah. The pieces they always show on TV and in movies. Gotham is New York City. Metropolis oh, is sure. not New York City. Metropolis oh, is some strange manifestation of <laughs> uh, all those world f- world fairs <laughs> that people used to go to, like you know, like. Like, Pretty shiny, nice things. My favorite one was 1994's Mask of the Phantasm ending. That World Fair. Oh, that sure, yeah. That World's Fair. Oh, that's good stuff. The, time, uh, the times of the past, right? The nostalgia. The, yeah, yeah. The simpler good times. Steam steam elements running things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Electricity yeah. was new? Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, I was going to tell you, like, there was nothing else that mattered when that Warner Brothers logo turned into the blimp lights. Oh, that was awesome. No. Heck yeah, man. Absolutely not. There was not <laughs> anything else that mattered, at least not for 30 minutes. Well, yeah. Yeah. Next 30 minutes. It was good stuff. It was, yeah. That was much better than some children's cartoon built for toys. Because when I look back, because I was actually just recently watching uh, streaming the uh, original Turtles. Yeah. Yeah. And it's pretty bad. <laughs> Nostalgia glasses are pretty heavy. On... They are pretty heavy. Yeah. It's like it's like you're seven beers in and the lights are pretty <laughs> dim and there's an issue of the Turtles and there's a episode of the turtles on right next to it and you're like hey, hey baby oh man can i take you home that's fine and then you wake up and you're like oh man what maybe i'm not giving it enough credit i don't know maybe i'm just maybe maybe i was in the wrong mindset when i watched it steve i don't know man <laughs> life takes you on a roller coaster brother nine degree and when you see your favorite mutant uh, you know, amphibious, uh, hundreds of years old teenagers. <sighs> the turtles age like elves. That's true. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, man. But so I'm not sure if I'll, I'll get back to watching it. I'm like on episode four or five of oh, the man. first season. There's like two seasons. So you're, you're, yeah, you're, you're in the early, the early days. Of that. So the very first one, the pilot. Yeah. 
Maybe that was it. Maybe that one was the gut punch. Maybe that was the Johnny Cage splits <laughs> in the nards. Right? The old, oh, <laughs> like the old China arm bar from behind, oh, gosh, uh, from the knees. Spider-Man, who's the, the strongest now? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah brother. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Well, you know, we'll see. You know, I got a lot of time. It's it's a whole brand new year of listening to the men who look bad in spandex. It's true. Right? It's right. You know, wherever you get them on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, the... Uh, where you get it also is at 931magic.com. If you want to like or subscribe, we'd love that. That would be super nice. Thank you. Uh, hanging out with Steve from Top 5 Comics. It is Max here with uh, Magic 93.1. Yeah, man. 2024. Big things happening. I mean, there are, yeah. Yeah. So uh, the fir- the one that I've been kind of following the last couple of months is the uh, the uh, new X-Book kind of route. So the Fall of the House of X is pretty much done. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, we've got the two, we have Rise and Fall both happening, and they still have a couple more issues, but we're moving out of that era. So I'm excited. I, yeah, I'm really excited about that, see where everybody lands, because everybody's kind of dynamic shifted from Colossuses to Xavier's to Cyclopses, kind of becoming sympathetic once again. You know, so it's it's cool. You know, I'm I'm excited. It actually kind of brought me back into the X-Books after a minute, Steve, I'll tell you. Sure. Because I was gone for a while from that world because I thought it was just a little bit too hard to keep track of. So seeing that and kind of seeing that Krakoa era. And I'm not not condoning. I'm sorry, I'm condoning. That's a dumb word. I'm not criticizing the Krakoa era. There was a lot of fun things about the Krakoa era. Sure. But I am glad to see a new stage kind of being set. So... 2024, man, I think I'm actually going to come see you about some more new X-Books. So sure. Hopefully get some number ones and see who's jumping on some runs. And, you know, because with the way they treated Nightcrawler with the sensational uh, Spider-Man, or sorry, the Uncanny Spider-Man and and, and more, uh, it's cool to see that, you know, the X-Universe kind of getting back into... Yeah, they still have some stuff to do for yeah, it. Yeah, kind of rising up, kind of being back into the, the, the mix at the top of the... The Marvel Universe. Well, as far as properties, I mean, we did just start a new new cable series. Uh, we're dealing with old cable, young cable together. So uh, that thing just started. Um, at this point, it's not listed as a mini series, so I guess we'll see. Um, as far as runs of things, but yeah, that thing just started, and they just started a mini, an actual mini series for Magneto. That's the return of Magneto. Magneto. So, yeah. Well, the he, uh, proper English British pronunciation. Yeah, yeah. Mag- Magneto. Okay. What did I say? Magneto. Excellent. Is it not Magneto? I don't. Magneto, Magneto, whatever. No, you don't, you don't have this argument? I not. I guess I really haven't thought about it. I think I call him Magneto all the time. I guess I never really looked at the pronunciation. I So that might. Magneto does actually sound right in my brain. Though. No, I guess. No, what? Huh. Magnet. It is Magnet. Yeah, no, he's Magneto. That's true. Magneto. Yeah, that might be a. I, I think that's a Google question. I uh, thought Darkseid from DC was Darkseed for a long time, too, so don't you worry, well, dude. Proper pronunciation and words, and it's definitely true when it comes to the way things are spelled and the way they, they should be said. It's not always the same. I don't argue. I just get on with my life. Sure. <laughs> Magneto, oh, okay, Magneto. cool. Dark yeah. Dark Side. No, yeah, not not Darkseed. Darkseid. Cool. Cool. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, with Magneto. Sorry, what do you say? Uh, it's his return. Uh, it's like reviving him from the dead. Right. So the resurrection of uh, 
mm-hmm. of one magnet master. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if you don't know, for a while, I, I'm actually see, seeing what's going to happen in, on Mars or Araco, as they call it. So right. I'm, I'm going to see what happens there. There's been some wild stuff happening there with Thanos's lineage and, oh, yeah. and omnipotent level beings, just crash, alien races. All just it's been it's been pretty crazy. No, definitely. Yeah, so uh, yeah, kind of looking at the conclusion, it's it's been fun, kind of touching base, but then getting back into the new stuff too. Uh, it's probably the sins of sinister that sealed the deal for me, man. Put the nail on the coffin. I was like, ooh, there we go. Sure, that was a good time. It was neat seeing Mister Sinister do stuff that feels like it has effect other places. Well, I mean, I just remember remember those characters and where they're at at the time, and then like kind of seeing them expressed as like you know terrible, terrible people is like, oh, cool, they're they're dying now. Well, they're not dying, but they're not going to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun because seeing it in the, like the alternate universes uh, and whatnot, and watching the amalgamations of all your favorite characters, it's really cool. You know, sure, it's yeah, like yeah. a Days of the Future. Like X Men has always done that really well. Days of Future Past type of moments. They've been pretty cool in their congruency of the way time has affected them. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Play over with characters that have moved forward and backward in time. It, they do a pretty decent job in most of it. As far as even with reinterpretations, I mean, I'll give you it was off-putting when the young Cable showed up, basically capped regular Cable, and then said, oh, yeah, he's failing his job. I'm here to replace him, as if that's normal. <laughs> it was absolutely crazy. Um, but, uh, you know, circles in time, are they're, uh, they're, they're a thing that I, well, I enjoy, actually. It's terrible. Hey, man, you can talk to the right people on the Internet all you want about time travelers, whether there was one dude with a flip phone and a boxing match in the 80s or something like that. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. whatever conspiracy you want to talk about. I know what I would do with a time machine, and it's not appropriate to talk about on this podcast. <laughs> so there's a lot of like you know wonderful, wonderful conspiracy theories about that. So even if you're like you're a flat earther, that's cool or whatever. But eclipses would look a lot different, you know, if you're a flat earther. It looked oh, like it's just a line in the middle, yeah, of the sun or the moon. So it's yeah, ab- it's absolutely crazy. Yeah, you know, it's 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 cool, man. I mean. Some people need to spend less time on the internet. Maybe some people need to spend a little more time on the internet. The people who don't know how to use self-checkout are probably the ones that spend, need to spend more time. But, you know, hey, man, we're just people, Steve. People oh, yeah. who love to read comic books. That's true. People who love to sniff the new issue. I sniff the new issues. You sniff the new issues? Oh, man, that's the only way. This yeah. is a deep, no. just like, draw. <laughs> I mean, I get the benefit of opening a box full of new comic books. Oh, man, I'm jelly. So uh, that's... uh, Hardcore jelly. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. So X is good. What about you, man? 2024, Happy New Year, by the way. Did I tell you Happy New Year? Yeah, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, man. What about it for you? What what, what are you looking to see, like, on paper, man? Man, well, we're getting... We're getting ready to have... Joshua Williamson's writing a uh, Superman story that's going to be... Oh gosh, what is it called? It is the House of Brainiac. I think is what it's called. I, uh, don't quote me on that. It, but brain, we're going to have an attack. Great of Brainiac, villain. A Brainiac attack. Primary antagonist in the new video game, Kill the uh, Justice well, League. Well, right. And the funny thing about that. Okay, so remember how I said I was talking about Krypton? Yeah. Oh. So Krypton second season is all Brainiac all day long, and now this Brainiac story is happening. I'm like, huh. 
That's a weird circle for me. Because if it wasn't for my buddy Craig, whose fault it was, Shout out I to Craig. probably wouldn't watch that at all. Not that I disliked it by any means. Actually, there's a lot of pieces that really infuriate me in season one. And in season two, irons out a bunch of that stuff, and I was really surprised that they didn't actually get a season three. I think maybe the main follow-off reviewer-wise was because there wasn't enough pieces to make you believe the future was coming back around, like the correct future. Because that show happens in the past prior to Superman and he's dealing with his great-grandfather. So not even Jarrell, really. What's his name? Seg. Segel? Segel. Segel? And we have a version of Zod, but Zod's a family name. Yeah. And so that's... Uh, his father, Zod's father? Well, we get his grandmother, his mother, and then a time-traveled him. Yeah. Okay, that was the first. That's the first red flag right there. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like oh, I said, the first first season has a lot of pieces that make me mad. Yikes! Uh, but we have Adam. We get, we a version of uh, Adam Strange. I just don't feel like there's enough threads to tell us that the future is going to come back around the way Adam we, we want. Strange. Oh yeah, he's a human. Um. Yes. Yes. He is. Messing around with Zeta beams, using them to travel through time. No. I, yeah. 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 No. Like I said, there's pieces that made me mad in the first season. And then either I, I guess I must just accepted them and moved forward. So, but the idea that Brainiac is coming in this Joshua Williamson story as an assault on our all of our super friends. Yeah, uh, uh, teamed up with a uh, of all people Lobo, yeah. which again was in that freaking show. Right. So it makes me think that maybe Joshua Williamson one night was watching these things. Just I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how Craig was like. Hey, you want to watch? You want to watch Krypton? I was like, I guess. Oh, I don't know how that even became a thing, but it uh, did. And so much that I was like, yeah, let's finish this thing off. Let me ask you a question. Hmm. Like, would you watch a hard R based on the Wonder Twins? Speaking of your super friends, I don't know if it'd be quippy enough for me. Like the two of them are so uh, '60s pleasant. I mean, yeah, I, 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 yeah, we could get away with one. I mean, like, the way, like a hard, hard R. I will get like a hard R. If you're talking like, I, mean, I don't know, Bor Ultimate Three style, then no. Ultimate Three, then just no. Expendables Three, you mean? No, no, no. Ultimates comic books. Ultimates. Ultimates oh, Volume Three. Oh, that yeah, hard no. R. I mean, it depends on which direction you're driving the boat. Oh yeah, I read Ultimate Three. Yeah, yeah that was art, a hard R. Art is fantastic, but. Uh, you know, there's that was Jeff Loeb. Jeff Loeb writing it, and it was being drawn by Joe Madarera. Joe Mad's awesome. Oh, yeah, he's amazing. Jeff Loeb was somewhere... Yeah, there was different things happening with him back then. Y yeah. Some of it was questionable. Now, he's like DC's TV guy, right? Well, it was also... I think it was around the same time that his son was sick, and like... It's mm. hard to say exactly what drove well. the boat that way. If it was a mandate from the upper up saying, we need something that's different than Marvel because this is the ultimate universe. How about sex? It needs to be different. How about sex said, between siblings? Um, I guess that was the option on the plate. We're going to start with a sex tape, and then we're going to bring you more sex. <laughs> Man. You know, it, was, uh, it wasn't it was overly explicit, but it was still more than was necessary. <laughs> there's, a, yeah, there's a hallmark in the world for that book. Oh, it's a different kind of rating. Yeah, they made like, so like an R-rated movie with the you know with the intense of I don't know superhero dim. Yeah, I mean I could I could I could work with that. Sure. The whole fascinating idea of what they do: one turns into a ladder, one turns into a puma, or whatever. You know, I mean, well, there's water, and then the other one's animals. So when it comes to water options, I mean, there's not a lot. I mean, you'd be ice <laughs> things, so it could be an ice. 
sickle or an ice. <laughs> like you can make him an ice sword. Can't do like an ice ladder. I mean, yeah, you can. Yeah, Come on, for man. Sure. No, totally. Get an imagination. You need, you need Steve. to climb up a ladder. You, you could totally be an. Get an imagination, yeah. bro. No, I'm not disagreeing. God. I think if you're going to use him properly, it'd be more a matter of like, God. um, he is turned into water, and then they convinced that. Well, I don't know how you'd do that. And then you put him like in right in front of a place they step through, and they slip like well, comically, like you would on a banana peel. <laughs> oh, instead of going sploosh, show, there's a little water on this. <laughs> On the floor here. Well, do you want to? Do you want to clean that up? There's a little water. And then, ha ha! It's me. And they're like, "Oh my God!" There's a face in the water. And then, like, savaged by this giant tiger. I mean, that would be a good teamwork duo. I would more say, like, I don't know. One pretends to be a glass of water, then turns into a human inside you. Here's what I'm thinking. Here's the pitch. You're the studio. I'm the guy with the idea. It's mm-hmm. the Wonder Twins from DC, but it's. It's uh, uh, Steven Seagal, Keenan Ivory Wayne's gritty murder action <laughs> supernatural thriller. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well. Are you green lighting me? I, are, I you, mean, are, you, are, you, are you looking at me and uh, snapping your fingers and saying yes? <laughs> uh, <laughs> man, You're have, not. What? You're not, bro. That's way no, too many no, no. Way Yeah, too no. <laughs> There's no... Uh, I mean, you got in the door with Wonder Twins, and after that, it went downhill. Uh, so, all right, all you know. Right, right, uh, right. Okay, cool. I mean, I do like Keenan Ivory Williams. I think that guy's awesome, but no, that's the guy. Doesn't well, no, Keenan Keenan Williams, uh, Damon Williams, older. No, brother. I love Keenan Ivory. Yeah, Williams. I think he's great. Yeah, but you don't. Steve's God is fine too, and whether take. he's being the cop on the street or you know, his reality show where he was a sheriff in some town. Who do you got in a three-way match between Schwarzenegger, Van Damme, and Seagal? Oh, man. In their current age and form? No, prime. Oh, prime, prime. time? Oh, man. Prime time, I'd, I'd, I'd have to go with, uh, oh, gosh. In their prime of their in the prime of their 80s awesomeness, God, man, I, I probably would be Seagal. Really? Only because that ponytail wearing goofball. Not because the ponytail, but because his main, his main martial art is the mad is defense to hurt you. Like I can't remember what the name of the thing he studies is because I, I do know that, but I can't remember it. But Jean Claude is very showy, and while he's willing to punch you to death, if all those punches get deflected back into your own face, because that's what Steven's power was, you beat yourself. And uh, when it comes to Arnold. If it's Terminator Steven's Arnold, it's D. a little bit different only because... Well, he's a robot. Whoa. Yeah. yeah that's robot. a completely different robot. category, yeah. man. Come on. But We're just talking 80s stuff. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. But, I mean, normal Arnold, yeah, the dude is a super buff, and I'm sure that he could probably throw a decent enough punch, but just because you're overly muscly and great at it, playing the part of an action movie doesn't mean you can actually throw a good punch. You know that you picked up anything over all those years? Oh, I'm not saying that by any means. I would hate to be punched by the man. I watched True Lies the other day. You can tell every scene where a stunt double is used. It's so, a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Uh, so, you, Arnold, you're, you're onto something there with the big yeah. man. You're onto something. It's not a matter of the, the showiness of it. I mean, hey. if you would have put Schwarzenegger in there, that Schwarzenegger or Stallone in there, too, Okay. then the mix might have been a little bit Four different. Way? Yeah, yeah. Put Stallone only, in there? Only because Stallone did training as a boxer to play the part of Rocky. So the ability, the ability to, so he to knows, punch, he knows obviously, is like a real, it's like a real thing. I, I believe the man when he's doing his, dan- when he's doing his uh, rope-a-dope. And a lot of that is actually him in the ring. Like, it really is. So with that in mind, I mean, 
of the group of them getting hit by one, he'd be the one I want to get his less least by. I mean, you're on pro- some pro- proofs in the pudding. How many rocking movies are there? I, you're on to something. All I know is I saw Seagal on my Instagram feed the other day, <laughs> and he was doing something like you're describing in turning their attacks against him. But it looks right. like he paid them to fall down. Well, it's a problem. I, yeah. I don't know. I think I, I feel think he's, do. Yeah. he's a little puffy. You know, well, that's like, why that's why I asked if it was moderate, if it was today or not. Right. I mean, today, if it was to, if today all three showed up and they're like, you got to fight one of us. Tink Van Dam. Of the group of them that I f- would want to fight the least. Van Dam's got to be best shape there. He'd Stallone's be, he'd okay. Be in, he'd be in the best shape of the group, really, probably. Stallone's okay. Well, Stallone still, I mean, he has the benefit of doing everything he still does. So, I mean. Good point. He's like 70. If I was going to try to. To fight one today, beat the crap out of I'd a senior say citizen. Seagal would be my answer again. You mean, like, I'm taking you, he's, Steven. He's gotten he's gotten he'd, big enough. He'd probably kick kick the crap out of us. Uh, probably. Uh, yeah, I feel no like, about that. If like we were drinking dollar margaritas at Applebee's <laughs> and Steven Seagal walked in and we challenged him like that to a street fight behind the dumpster, yeah, dude, he'd probably kick the crap out of us, dude. You I know, don't, but, I don't doubt that. You know, you know, that's well, how it works. Again, it's that's the power of defense that. Is what he uses. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I think he and he's really tall. Now, for me, have, he's very like, tall. He, I, for you, not so tall. Well, he. I guess. Uh, hey, man, if you know a martial art and you're good at it, right? But sure, dude. If you're paying Russian weirdos to run at you and fall down because <laughs> you want to look good on the internet, that's. I'm saying well, that's a little that's far. All much. That's, that's all a much. little. That's a little far. Yeah. Speaking of going too far, we were on the subject of. Uh, Warner Brothers and DC, the media. Uh, have you heard the chatter? And it's not a lot. It's still a little thing. You know, it, I think what happened was uh, Mickey Mouse or, or Steamboat Willie at this point, and also with Winnie the Pooh the last year or two, the public domain that right. Batman and Superman will enter in in the next 10 years? I don't remember. Something like that. 1936 for Superman? So in about two years? Yeah. I, depending on whether the law changes between now and then, I, Steamboat Willie, I am a tiny bit surprised that there hasn't been something done simply by Well, he's the, not really Mickey Mouse. Isn't it, that's the thing. If it was actually Mickey Mouse, that would be a different kind of uh, different kind of situation, I think. Can I, can I ask you another question? Sure. What, why is there a trend when these things happen to make them into schlocky horror movies? Is that it's like some like I don't know some Jungian archetype that exists like strangely on the outside of the web of archetypes of ideas we all draw from? I I just think with that is because it's so far removed from the original subject matter that it uh, just like the idea of Charlie Brown is it's like an antithesis, anti, uh, an antithesis, in, yeah, yeah, exactly. Charlie Brown in the uh, Walking Dead, same idea. Charlie Brown uh, when it comes to pieces. I think that's the main because it's complete opposite, and so you turn the hardest U-turn you can make, and that's what you make because you know it hasn't been done yet. I guess so. I don't know. I didn't watch that Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey. I haven't either. You know, I. I I'm not going to watch the Steamboat Willie one if it's a deal. Yeah. At I'm some point, sure. I might can be convinced to watch either or both of them. I can mean, you? Yeah, but Do you think I, you're going to pay enough money, though, to get another hundred years or so in copyright protection? Oh, for sure. He's got to grease the right palms there. That's he, not. That's true. That's not. That's that's a simply a, it's not a, like it, yeah. a signature on a piece of paper and a couple of numbers dotted. That's not. That's what I imagine. So how much money do you have to pay for that? Well, it depends on who's in charge. 
at this point, there's a whole how many how many Congress people do we have? Forty two, fifty two. 50, however many. It, there's a bunch of them. 52. You, you just need the, the deciding percentage. 52. So take, Two for each state and then one for the territory of Washington. Take, take advantage of the ones that are already soft at heart for that kind of thing. And then this other ones you got to pay to get, get work done. I'm just saying that's <laughs> how the entire right, government man, right, works. And this has been Lobbying 101 with CBS. I mean, it's not the, don't use that in school to the answer questions. The men who look bad in spandex. <laughs> Is that a disclaimer right there? That was nice. I'm just trying to say, if you go to take a test and you're like, Next I've been up, told the answer is to grease fraud. the wheel. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've been told you that to grease these wheels. <laughs> well, it is the right My answer. Man. It's not the right so, answer on hey, test. Hey, sign up for the newsletter, a.k.a. our multi-level <laughs> marketing scheme. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. You, New you. in 2024, season four <laughs> of The Men Who Look Bad in Spandex bring you hats, shirts, <laughs> mugs, pencils. Convince uh, a friend to sell four, and uh, then you have your own pyramid. Yarmulkes. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Oven mitts. Shake weights. Uh, <laughs> mad shake weights. Mad, men Who Look Bad in Ooh. Spandex shake weights. <laughs> there's more, I'm Your sure face there's on one, mine on the other. Well, that's the only way it could possibly work. That's that's the way it works. Yeah, hundred percent. All right. At least there's not a calendar. I think we talked about that last year, man. <laughs> I think we certainly did. Oh yeah, 2024 though. It it's gonna have a lot of big stuff. We we, we were discussing this a little bit before we get off on all our wonderful tangents, my mm. friend. Yeah, I know it's gonna it's gonna be really large, man. Oh, yeah. As far as pieces, I mean, when it comes to movie releases in the world, so this year we only really have the one Marvel proper movie. Oh. So Deadpool is is it. Yeah. Like, there's supposedly one more show towards the end of the year, but I can't remember what it is. Uh, there's plenty of other things in the middle, though. I mean, we're getting the next Ghostbusters movie, which is great. It's going to have a comic book that's actually a prequel. Well, prequel and sequel. Who publishes Ghostbuster? Uh, right now it's going to be Dark Horse. Um, they've gone through a few different publishing houses, actually. Marvel had them at one point, back in the earlier 80s cartoon days. Spangler's still alive in the... Uh, well, in the new comic book series, it's a sequel-prequel, so that's a stupid way to say that. It happens after <laughs> the most recent proper Ghostbusters 3, and it happens before the new Frozen... Frozen... Wow, what is it called? Dark Freeze, Frozen Freeze. That's dark not, Freeze. No, those are I right. like Dark Freeze. That's not right. To be honest, it's not, it's not the not right, right answer. I like that though. Fallen Empire, it, not right it, either. It, 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 Frozen it, Empire, maybe that's right. It, it, I'm just throwing it, stuff at the wall trying to remember what the right answer was, and I can't remember now. The newest Ghostbusters with the kids that has to do with the ice freezing you to death because you die from fear. That's the one. The newest one. Yeah. So, okay. So the comic book goes in the middle yeah. of those two things. Yes. <laughs> I didn't realize <laughs> how large the Ghostbuster fandom was. Oh, no, it's huge. Yeah, it is yeah. huge. You're right. You're right. Oh, yeah. Shout out to the dude who drives that Ghostbuster rig around in mm -hmm. uh, Grand Junction. I see yeah, it all the time. We have a whole chapter of our own Ghostbusters here in town. You have a proton pack? I don't. No, so you're out no, there no. not crossing streams with dudes? I mean, I try real hard not to do that for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Pretty much everywhere well, I go. You, you know, we don't want to die from nuclear fission No, implosions. I mean, that's the main reason, but... When it comes to other reasons, yeah, there's lots of them. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we also we, we, can concur on that, Doctor. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yes, Doctor. Yeah, Doctor. Yeah. Doctor. Yeah. Oh, Do you concur? Doctor. I concur. I you concur. concur? You concur. Okay. Doctor. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. So silly. Yeah, 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 yeah it's, it's cool. Um, is that kind of like Star Wars? 
uh, and the same kind of chapters you can be a part of that they not that they license or anything. Or, well, I mean, it's a similar concept. I mean, like with Star Wars, there's like the 501s that's their own like thing. Is it approved by Lucas or by Star Wars? I don't think you could stop them. And so I think they just said, well, okay, do whatever you want to do. But they have their own rules and whatnot, but it's not governed by the film franchise. And the Ghostbusters is a similar kind of thing. I don't think it's actually governed by any actual group, but they have their own chapters. And like Garrett, with the Star Wars... The 501s has a regional garrisons. So while it sounds very, uh, I don't know, authoritarian, no. Uh, militarized, I guess that would be kind of right. It's like a fan club. You want to open a fan club for the Men Who Look Bad in Spandex? Just go and send us an email and a couple box tops so and we'll send it on down. is it like Bill Murray being the Brigham Young to Mormons to these people? Is that, <laughs> what, mean, the, is that not, what it is? I think it's less serious than that, but yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, kind It's of. not a religion? I mean, well, depends how serious it is when you get up in the morning. Yeah, it's just... Uh, there's guys true. that have full suits of multiple characters, so yeah, I mean, it's a... I wouldn't necessarily say, not in the form of you go somewhere to sit down and pray about it, I guess. You, you might be like, I hope my uh, chest plate in shows today. In the name of the uh, Spangler. <laughs> right. Bankman. <laughs> Stance. In Zedmore? In Zedmore. Yeah. I mean, you could. I, as I hadn't thought about it that way. I Not the way I'm aware of it, no. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it's not. But there's different different groups in different well, cities. Well, I do know if Ackroyd could get paid from it, he probably would be already. <laughs> well, I mean... Uh, Ackroyd is, like, in on the sequel, right? He's, like, yeah. he's helping write, isn't he? Yeah. Murray is, too? I don't know if Murray's helping write. Murray does whatever the hell what Murray, Murray wants. Right, pretty much. Like he's a he's a, uh, he's a true Kane. Kang. Kane? Kane. Kung Fu? Who's from oh, Kung Fu? Yeah, you're right. You're is right. Kane? Kane? Yes, he's a true Kane from Kung Fu. He wanders the earth and does whatever he wants. It's true. For a very long time, he was touring around, and if you would put a a sign outside your house that says, come in here, Bill Murray, and hang out, if he was in the right place and felt the need, he he would. He showed up at parties at people's houses. That would It was a whole thing for you a know, minute. You know the story of how he gets gigs for films? Uh, well, he's a phone number. You call and leave a message. Yeah, it's like a hotline. It's yeah. like the Bill Murray hotline, and if he wants to call you back, he'll... Yeah, either he will or he won't, and he... He might show up the day of filming. What a, wonderful, what a wonderful place in life to be. It's, it's absolutely insane. That, that's but it's, uh, I mean, as far the as definition the thing, of unbothered. It's like the, I mean, it's untethered also, yes, very much so. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, his, Bill Murray, uh, the, yeah. Way, the way we understand it, at least from the trailers, the new movie does include all all, all of our previous cast, uh, I think except for Mr. Moranis. Who, Paul uh, Rudd. Yeah, Paul is positioning back. himself to get some juice out of this franchise as well. Jeez, man, that I mean, guy. He's he's managed to land himself in a very unique place in the world. Oof, I mean, good, between him and Chris Pratt, place. both those guys. Right? I mean, I, good on him. Chris Pratt's got himself three franchises. Come I mean, on. A Marvel franchise, the, whoever owns the freaking Jurassic Park Islands, the, the, those people. And then Mario, too. There should My be gosh. a cruise to that place. Ah. <sighs> I'm surprised that there's not Jurassic some type Park of, cruise lines. Yeah, I mean, either a cruise line Hammond, or a uh, Hammond's cruise lines. I mean, something you'd, you'd think that that be. Isla de Muerta. It sounds like a terrible thing to do, but at the same time, people will go. Yeah, that if death. It's entirely why it sounds so good when you say it that way. <laughs> Fantastic. Do you want? Do you want to a gringo? <laughs> do you want to see the Isla de Muerta? I'm like, well, it sounded sounds great. 
He's like, you don't know what that means, do you? And I'm like, not at all. Come on, my big boat. Uh, <laughs> Feed the 3,000 people. Uh, as long as you don't say tourista, we're fine. You have a Bloody Mary bar. <laughs> you enjoy. Then we see the dinosaur. And they had me at dinosaurs. And then you see what it's like to not be on top of the food chain. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's good. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, the franchise possibilities with what Hammond had in mind. Now that I think of it, they had, it's great. The lawyer in the original Jurassic Park who got eaten off the toilet. Right. That was it. Yeah. Great representation. Well, it's all a matter of everything works fine until it doesn't. Which, you know, if there's not a Nedry in the In group. theory, there are plenty of real-life examples of that out there that we probably oh, should sure. cite. No, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, I don't know who listens. <laughs> no, 100% true. <laughs> Thank you for listening, by yeah, the way. Yeah, Absolutely, man, absolutely. Tell, tell your friends. Yeah, please do. Tell them to go to the Hillcrest Shopping Center and grab all their comic books at Top 5 Comics as well. That's where you got to go off first in Orchard. That's where you're going to get all your good your good stuff right there, my friend. Yeah, yeah. Oof. So, uh, speaking of, well, we touched on Star Wars for a second. Uh, Star Wars books, man, they're they're always fun. They're always popular. Star Wars fandom. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, they're kind of embracing what? What's that coming up, man? Gosh. We just had issue one for the uh, Thrawn series happen. Right. The new, the new Thrawn. Thrawn. Oh, gosh. Revival? No. Mm, there's a second word that goes with it. Now nah, I can't remember what that is. Right. So 2024. Right. Thrawn. He was being set up at the end of Ahsoka, as well as a little bit of uh, allusion to him in The Mandalorian, too. Right. So he's, they've got a new miniseries they're doing with him as the as the main circle point of the story. Is there any uh, season four plans? For Mando? Uh, Mandalorian? The way I understand it, Mando season four will actually be a Mando movie. Ooh. Then, uh, that's, uh, that's, that's what that's we understand. That's the first news the, for me. You just broke that end for me. End. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the way I understand it, that'll be the end of the actual series will be a movie instead of a oh, it'll be a series. Send off. That's dope. So uh, in theory, that'll be the end of that. Um, but space and time in the world, I guess we'll have to wait and see. You know, if they it. do another trilogy, they're going to put him in there. Oh, at this point, if you were going to do more, if since we're doing, so we already know there's three more movies happening. They're not sequential movies. Like one is supposed to be Ray in the future. One is supposed to be, I guess, set in what's considered modern time. Uh, what exactly that means, I don't know. So I think Mando might truly be that. Uh, and there's supposed to be one that's set in the Old Republic time, or High Republic time. So back before everybody, the only character we might know would be Yoda. So you, so you think they're going to pretty much branch off for, to making non-sequential movies from here on out? I don't know if it would be that way forever. I just know these next three they've talked about, that's what the path is. I think probably more truth of the matter is, is it's a test to see which sells better, which makes more money. Which I, I hate to be the the, the, the guy in the room that's, that's like, where's where's hey, the numbers on a piece of paper? Hey, but everybody does this for, of course, I understand. Right. So if the movie with Ray in the future, her basically taking Luke's lead and forwarding the Jedi Order as her own thing, then if it does very well, then I imagine that would be the direction we head. If the movie in the past does really well, I imagine that'll be the direction we head. Uh, if the movie, whatever the movie in the middle happens to be, which, again, if it is Mandalorian then I think we get more of the TV series stuff, which I don't necessarily know if there's any reason not to do that, but they're acting like lately the residuals on the return for the Disney Plus stuff isn't the amount of what they want. I don't think it's an act. I think that's just true. I don't doubt, I don't doubt that because, it's true. Because, you know, yeah. I was just thinking as I'm listening to you speak about on those things, 
there's, uh, I guess that's probably more of pushing their chips to the other side of the table where the movies reside more because the shows, Obi-Wan's not coming back. Um, you'd have, uh, you know, Boba Fett's not coming back. Oh, wow. Ahsoka is, is... I don't think there's been any actual... I, If there is an actual statement about Ahsoka, I haven't seen it. I'd be surprised if they were to bench the whole thing... But Except they're doing the, Andor, right? They are doing Andor's Andor season still getting two. season two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because so, I, I know that guy. I don't know. His, I don't remember Diego his. Luna. Yeah, thank yeah, you. yeah. He's. I just saw him do some interviews about how physically demanding that role was. Well, I mean, he's a decent actor too, and his 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 show sits in a particular place in Star Wars. Also, I mean, people love Rogue One, and Rogue One. Is as close to akin to the original movies it's as anything. Widely regarded yeah. as the best outside of the, the original, the four, five, and six. Yeah, yeah. Empire, the Old Testament, Return. like I like to refer to it as the old, the Old Testament Star Wars. Yeah, the Old Testament, the New Testament, and the books of Kathleen. Well, you know those those books might get renamed someday. <laughs> yeah, that's what you they're called right take now. No false right idols now. before me. <laughs> George, why are you speaking like that? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were here. <laughs> Mr. Lucas, your DoorDash. <laughs> hey, thanks. Are the fries fresh? Are they fresh? Hopefully they are. My Did they give me some fresh fries? Oh, my gosh. The worst place. She was, she, she was the secretary for the... It doesn't matter. God. So aggravating. Anyway... Yeah, when it comes to <laughs> nice, that was a nice uh, Lucas mm. combo on the it, no, that's good. That's the good. Lucas impersonation combo, yeah, that's good, that's good, good stuff. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, um, so Thrawn miniseries should be pretty fun. Vader will continue. Uh, Bounty Hunters will continue. Oh, Bounty Hunter. Well, Bounty Hunter is actually ending. Um, is that right? Yeah, I think forty eight is going to be its last issue. I think. Okay. Uh, don't quote me on that number. Okay. Um, it's it's going to be ending. We are taking a break from Dr. Aphra at issue 40, and uh, that, she's going to be coming back in something else. So I think the truth is that a few of the books are hitting their ends because of the brace in time. So at least the way we understand it right now, with Dr. Aphra taking a break at 40, they do close it out, like the last page of the book. Big spoiler, everybody. The last page of the book shows... Like the old Marvel title screens when they're like, Deadpool will return, which is never one they did. Captain America will return. Thor will return. It has a page that's dedicated to saying Dr. Afro will return. So she's getting something else later, but her series currently is stopping. And I, I would liken that to the idea of when the first series ended, it was because we were jumping past Empire. So the first wave of Dr. Afro books took place between Hope and Empire. Right. The second wave of them takes place between Empire and Return. Okay. So if we're getting a third leg that is going to be titled the same way, under the assumption that the truth would be it would be past Return of the Jedi. So I like the idea. Um, that would be kind of some of the only uh, canon stuff on that time period, post-Return it, it really and then before be. Force Awakens. Well, I'm like, where Mando sits is after Return of the Jedi, so that's a time frame we're already in with the movies. So I could easily see that being the next leg to happen um, only because of this, what they've done with the first two waves. Now, I haven't seen an ending for Star and, Wars, and I haven't seen an ending for Vader yet. So, quick question. Mm -hmm. Force Awakens is actually probably a lot shorter in canon time than I think it is from Return. Because I think it was 
like I thought it was like hundred of years, hundreds no. of years. Yeah, with uh, it's more like twenty. Yeah, between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens, in theory, it's twenty years. Time wise, does that make sense for some of what happens in the script when they're like, are the Jedi's really things? That weirds weirded me out when it first happened, and Han Solo was like, yeah, it was all true. But how long does it take to lose a uh, a piece of history or, or a uh, in space, right? Or a memory, not just in space, but in general. In general, I mean, even in the real world, I mean, what does the Fruit of Loom logo look like? Does it have a cornucopia? Does it not? Oh, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. oh! Is the NFL Super Bowl rigged because of the logo colors? I mean, I've seen questionable calls that I can't believe, and I've seen videos of Little Wayne reading what was supposedly a script. So you know. But who trusts Little Wayne with that anyway? I mean, I definitely wouldn't. <sighs> Are you saying you don't trust Little Wayne with a lot? I mean, I'm not going to trust him with the script. I trust Super him with my money. Sure. Man makes money, makes great songs. He's great to his kids, the way I understand it. He did that whole uh, mass singer thing really well. So, I mean, I I don't... You want to put him on a track, I say it's going to be wow. fire. Wow. That's why... Uh, that's I, didn't, why uh, I didn't think you... Uh, a masked, I didn't take you for a masked singer guy. I mean, a random, it, some of the costumes are really cool. And Ken, Ken they Jeong, are. is that what his name is? Ken Jeong? Yeah, that guy's hilarious. Oh, so, yeah. So, I mean, a doctor in real life and then a comedian because he just wanted to be? <laughs> That's, and, and he's glorious at it. Very good. Oh, we need you to jump out of this back of this trunk buck naked here in Las Vegas. You think you're willing to do that? He's like, do I have to be completely naked? They, well, it's an option. And so they just sure. they, they did. He did. He so did it so great. He did. he did it. Cops got called. It's a whole. So good. Yeah, there's a whole it thing about so, that. So good. Hey, man, when you're out there in the desert looking for those types of things. I mean, it's it's hot out there, yeah. Yeah, it is, man. It <laughs> makes, makes perfect sense for how hot it is. Oof, yeah. Boo, baby. Right? Yeah, man. So that's so that's interesting. So I guess again trimming the fat a little bit, kind of streamlining things for 2024 and the whole kind of Star Wars arm of uh, Marvel. Well, I don't necessarily feel like everything's going to go away because they, they continue to replace miniseries with miniseries with miniseries. So like right now we have two High Republic series. So they can just kind of get away with just doing volume ones of everything they want and sure. not worrying about anything else. Well, there's been a handful of them that they've done that way. I mean, right now we have two different High Republic books going on that are both coming out from Marvel. Uh, two different storylines that are happening in sequence, sequence with each other, but are not actually connected. Uh, there's a third series of High Republic books that come out from Dark Horse Comics that deal with uh, some of the same characters, but are entirely different stories, too. So, uh, piecewise, Marvel has the two books they're putting out, Dark Horse has the one they're putting out, and those are all set in the far past. When it comes to the present, I mean, yeah, Dr. Aphra's ending, and yeah, Bounty Hunter's ending, uh, Vader's still running. Thrawn's, I think, is six part, if I remember right. Um, we just finished the event book for Dark Droids, um, and it had a sequence or a, it had a secondary book with it. It was called Dark Droids D Squad, and it has to do with a batch of robots that have gone rogue, uh, partially because they wanted to, and partially because of programming that caused problems. Anyway. Could it be a tie to the current conversation surrounding AI? Tune in to find out, gang. Sorry, Steve. You know, it's a very good possibility. And I would say that was, you know, maybe. Life, art, art, life. Right. One, one imitates the other sometimes. I don't know. I mean, that's, it's, it's hard to say. 
what the truth is there. <laughs> so you start thinking about them. I mean, does the Simpsons predict the future? I maybe. All I know is I mm. love the uh, Matthew McConaughey commercials. <laughs> oh my gosh! The Salesforce Matthew McConaughey yeah. commercials, which I hope go away soon. Uh, if you're listening to this in the future and you're like Salesforce, say hi. What? Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, I hope that. Yeah, I don't, hopefully, but then you say what? Yeah, I hope they don't ever become a a, a thing. Yeah, it's like those are. Who who's gonna evolve? For it's like the Lincoln Booger commercial. Rolling up <laughs> McConaughey, man, iconic commercials. Right? Yeah, well, I mean, the guy's got one of those voices. Uh, yeah, but you know, it's it's a good background. Star Wars droids, a lot of technology. Yeah, it's it, it works. Sure, it works. No, no, it, it's been. Like the way they've been doing the most recent batch of books, they've had event books happen and then they spread across the series because they're all happening in the same time frame. Savor the High Republic stuff that's happening in the past. The rest of the books are at the same time. So the only ones that would be different, oh gosh, then there's another exception. So the Mandalorian books hey. and the Obi-Wan Kenobi books are the shows retold in comic book. So if you've never seen Mandalorian... And you're like, I've never given Disney Plus any of my money. You can go to a local comic book store or the internet, I guess, and pick up copies of Mandalorian Season 1 and Season 2 as the two different series, and then read the comic book version of it from someone that's already bought the books to sell them to you. And then you don't have to give Disney a penny. Stupid Disney. And you can find that place, once again, at the corner of First and Orchard. <laughs> Top 5 uh, Comics with my man CBS here, Steve. That's a good setup for a... That gives both banned from Disney. And that's not what I meant to say about anything. Like the park? No, I mean, I, I, you know, I've never really been a big fan of the ears, but as soon as I could go to Galaxy's Edge, I did. Yeah. So, and yeah. I would go back. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Is the Small World ride still going? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's still there. Splash Mountain is still there? It, it is. Actually, when I was on Splash Mountain, it broke down. I got to get out with other, however many other people were in the log and the two Did logs. they, like, rescue you oh, yeah. in costume? In, well, no. No costumes. It's the nice employees that came and helped us get out of the boats and then walk around the park. Nice people ride. in polo they're shirts. They're not even there anymore because they changed what they're changing what the ride is. Oh, they did? Yeah. Splash Mountain's not there anymore, Steve. I think it's called, it's called something else. Steve, I was going to ask you uh, if there's like books on the shelves like we normally do at the end of every podcast sure. as we're starting season four here. But if you want to take this time instead to rant <laughs> about the changes at your childhood's <laughs> memories. Disney, I've only water been park. Disney twice. You can. I mean, it's your it's your half half your podcast I mean, too, brother. Have you? So let's talk one more thing about pop culture things, though. Have you seen anything about the uh, casting for Supergirl? No. Oh. So I the did way... actually wait. The only thing I did know is the girl from the uh, Flash movie will definitely not be playing. No. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> That's that's true. I thought she did a good job. No, she was fine. As far as places are concerned, as far as movies are concerned, that movie's better than it gets than it gets mocked for. But the pieces that are so bad are just so bad that there's no like, right? You know, it wasn't saving anything with what it was doing. Mm-hmm. It really wasn't. Right. Uh, but there's so there's uh, with Supergirl. Supposedly we're down to two people in the running still, and I'm going to try to say this right name right because I know I want to say it wrong. Uh, Millie Alcott. Alcock. It's uh, A-L-C-O-C-K. She is the girl from Game of Thrones that played uh, the Targaryen girl in her youth for the, uh, what was the sequel for Game of Thrones? House of Dragons. There you go, House of Dragons. She's from House of Dragons. Um, And the other one is uh, Mel, no, sorry, Meg. Meg Donnelly. Now, Meg, 
I cannot say I've seen anything with her in it, but I have watched some animated movies that she did the voice of Supergirl in. And I think between the two of them, she has more Supergirl look to her, I think, than the House of Dragons girl. But apparently they're the two that are in the running. So there's a whole bunch of websites this week that have the pictures stacking them up next to each other, some with Photoshopped or AI. This is the costumes. gun verse. Yes. This is part of the James Gunn verse. Thing. Gun Saffron verse? Saffron versus I, gun? Know, I'm going to say it's the gun verse. Saffron gun verse? Regardless of what Peter Saffron does. At the end of the day, Peter Saffron's name is only famous to some of us. And Guns he, is Because he makes money. But Gun is, because of Guardians of the Galaxy and his uh, other accolades, including his dismissal from Marvel and then rehiring to Marvel. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I feel like his, uh, his uh, roguish departure and then return and the popularity of Guardians by itself makes his name sit higher on the totem pole. Peter Saffron's done a lot of good work, and man's made a lot of movies and made a lot of money. But uh, Saffron versus trying to make you never know who those people like. are though no. in, in those types. Like you never know who showrunners are. Like you see some executive producer names because they show you, but there is a ton more people who bring those to light and really do kind of not like control rights, but the ones who do profit mostly off of sure those things airing, broadcasting, being printed, what 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 the hell have you? Right. There I mean there's there's definitely batches of names that circulate and do different things. I mean Mark Guggenheim's done a lot of stuff. He's the guy that was mostly in charge of the Arrowverse happening as a thing. Uh, he also has written some uh, decent X-Men comic books actually. Um, but as far as like a thing, he could also be blamed for the destruction of the Arrowverse to be honest. Uh, the guy's really good at starting things and his follow through tends to be I mean, I love Selma Glau. I think that lady is amazing. But she's kind of a death note. And that's all that I can say about that. I mean, The Cape, one season. Firefly, one season. Nights of Bad Aston didn't even release properly in the movie theaters, and it is awesome. If you haven't seen that movie, you really should. It's great. About LARPers, magic, demons. It's freaking great. So I think she, Sarah Connor Chronicles, at least it got three seasons, if you count the one season before the strike of the writers from 10 years ago. If you don't count the first half, which was better than the second half, then it got technically three seasons, technically. Well, two and a half. Two and a half. We'll go two and a half. They expected the third season very heavily. And Sarah Connor Chronicles was good. It really, I mean, okay, so there's a slight... Brother, you've been holding that flag good. for a long time. I mean... I, I want people to understand no, no, that no, she's no, awesome. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. All those shows you you listed off are awesome. They actually have their own strangely perverse fandoms. Yeah, they're out there, man, because of the quality of work that she did. Yeah, no, <laughs> but it's not. So I I don't know if you say that there's that one bad penny. I mean, you I, know. No, I guess that's a good point. But maybe it's just because you can't do anything better. Maybe. Wait, wait. Hear me out now. Okay. Things have beginning and ends. Sure. Like, wouldn't have Friends been better if it didn't have that many seasons? Uh, Friends was funny. Sure. The couch and the stairs, all those hilarious, iconic moments, whatever. Sure. That's like, I, I don't know many others because I didn't watch the show. But it was on the air because it was quality. Right. Because it was funny. Well, and people enjoy it enough for it to have a lot of seasons, yeah. Yeah, but it would have probably made m more of an impact if it was good enough 
to run for a certain period of time and then not have to worry about it anymore, right? You, you look at something like Sunny in Philadelphia, how long can they keep this going? They're on a great run. Sure. Great run, and they're funny, funny, too. They are. You know, different level of funny, different kind of funny. Different kind yeah, of yeah. funny. Yeah, and they're... So, you, so what you're saying is, should they, should they Seinfeld their way out? Maybe? So, like, look at Seinfeld. Look at The Office. Yeah. Okay. I mean, supposedly, Jerry Seinfeld, there's, there's a continuation of that show that just hasn't happened yet. And supposedly, they're remaking The Office as well. Well, I mean, it's been done once in Britain, and it's done here, so... All we really need is another Nobody one Nobody cares Canada. about those beating sons of the queen. <laughs> Get out of here. Oh, man. Come on, suck it. They lost a tea party, and they've been incensed ever since. Well, you know. Ricky Gervais is a funny guy, though, and when he hosts the Ricky awards, Gervais is he's funny. great. He's no, he's very funny, so man. Funny. He's very much into challenging your social kind of uh, oh, for moral, sure. uh, eth- ethical lines. Yeah, it's he's, he's, a, he's a fun time. Super happy, fun guy. Yeah, my brother, as we approach the end of this first episode for season four, uh, what's on the shelves, man? Let's talk like we always do about uh, what you're looking forward to, like on the shelf right now and stuff that's coming your way soon. I want one more piece about pop culture, then I swear I'll stop and I'll be quick. Have you heard anybody hearing this talk about uh, people wanting uh, Alan Rickson? R-I-T-C-H-S-O-N. Rickson? Oh, Reacher. Yes, Jack Reacher playing Batman. Apparently, there's a there. I don't just think there's a bunch of people that want that, but that man. guy too a little too big. I I will give you. I met him once in life. Uh, you call, met him? Call, yeah, he did play uh, Ninja Turtle, and I believe he did. The... He was Ninja Turtle. He was one of the in the second Michael Bay movie. Yeah, um, and he was a Hawk in Hawk and Dove. Oh, no, he was Hawk in Titans. That came out weird. The Titans TV series, he played Hawk in the two seasons that he was a character on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, he, of course, he was Reacher most recently. Yeah, he was also in Blue Mountain State, if I recall correctly. He was. Yeah, which was... <laughs> no, it's hilarious. Funny. <laughs> I mean, I when I first heard that, I said, I don't know about Batman. And then after watching the second season of Reacher, I was like, ah, you know what? He would be one jacked Batman, but okay. Uh, I feel he's a little cartoonish. If you're basing him off Reacher, I think you would have to slim down just a bit. Maybe. To uh, kind of Supposedly he bulked up for Reacher. He did bulk up for Reacher. Yeah. Yeah, he looks insane. Um, I, I can understand why Christian Bale might be a little slight. Sure. You know, Michael Keaton even and then Val Kilmer being a little slight. Actually, Val Kilmer, I thought... Wasn't too bad a figure. I believe he was over six foot. Yeah, I think so. I don't, I don't know if Michael Keaton is. No. Yeah, and I'm not sure about... Uh, well, Affleck looked physically imposing, but they did his neck no justice. Right, that's true. So, uh, yeah, there's. I mean, it's, it's difficult to logistically pull that one off because, you know, they had to write it into the script in the Nolan's, like, trilogy, literally, because they're like, well, it's going to look like this, so Christian can act a lot better. Yeah. And they had to say, oh, yeah, it's ballistic and tactical now. Right. right? Yeah, yeah. Different kind of rubber takes bullets. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah. No, we're good. Thanks, Lucius. Yeah, yeah. Everybody be careful. (laughs) Everybody be careful. It's fine. Yeah, it's good stuff. All right, and action. Oh, (laughs) man, that's good stuff. Yeah. Oh. Well, I, I for one at this point, I'm in the boat for it. But it, like the it, height in the world is different for you than it is for me, my friend. And while you are a tall drink of water, for uh, so is uh, uh, Mr. Allen. And uh, he's about my height, I believe. Yeah, they're yeah, yeah very close. Um, I was walking through the uh, so I was at the Colorado Springs Convention 
so sorry, take two for how this said. I was at the Colorado Springs Comic Con, which is held at the World Arena, which is a hockey arena. Walking through the downstairs, I don't even know if you're supposed to be in that area or not. It's weird. I find myself in the weird hallways and places. <laughs> Maybe not the best quality? It, 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 I mean, it's a decent, I mean, Superpower? The, the convention's good. That's Maybe so, it's, it's a, a terrible, terrible power, man. It's the, the only I power I found myself worst, in the wrong place at the wrong time. Kind of, yeah. Well, maybe not wrong place. It was not a bad place to be, but it was weird that I was there. By happenstance. And that's, that's happened in a couple different different places, too. Anaheim at the WonderCon. I, I don't even know how I got where I was. Anyway, it doesn't matter. As I'm walking through the hallway, there comes a shorter man than I, um, leading a much dry, larger man of your stature, which happens to be Alan. Uh, followed by a police officer was their escort. And uh, as I came around like the corner, they came around a corner. So I was caught off guard and I'm like, oh my God, you're, you're big. I, I swore at him a little bit because of his, not like at him, but I don't want to say it the way I said it there. I, you're a very large man. And he said, I get that a lot. And I said, that's awesome. And the police lady's like, keep on moving. And I'm <laughs> that's like, that's awesome. <laughs> okay. Okay. Way to go, Chris Farley. So, that's so awesome. So ridiculous. That's so good. That's what you said. Uh, so ridiculous. Rich to know that's what you said. Uh, oh, God. It's so good. The funny, the, the, oh, the police man. officer lady that was leading him around, I was like, you're, if there's a problem, he's going to fix he's the got problem. It. He's like, got it, he, right? I'm, it's fine that you want to be do your job. This, uh, he's going to carry both of you to safety. Uh, anyway. Batman, uh, man. He, oh, yeah, yeah. Wow, Batman. We'll, we'll see. Batman. I, I, think, I think face is in the running, but. Batman. Time in the world, we'll see. I'm Batman. Someone's got to be. He he could be. I, I mean, I, he's got... I, we'll see. Time time will tell. Um, but as far as, like, books on the shelf, which is what we were really about to talk about, um, oh, man, I completely lost track of... Oh, uh, Spider-Girl... Or no, Spider-Girl. Jeez. Spider-Gwen Smash number two came out this last week. Okay. Uh, it's a miniseries dealing with her and her band, the Mary Janes. Um, touring with Dazzler, and of oh. course there's a stalker type that Spider Woman's got to help her with. Um, it's it's fun. Um, so we know that next summer there's going to be a series called Ghost Spider being written by Stephanie Phillips, um, who wrote a batch of Harley Quinn. She has another book called Grim uh, that comes out from Boom Comics, and Grim is fantastic. Harley Quinn is good too, uh, but Grim definitely worth a, a read. It's it's good stuff. Uh, so she's going to be doing a Ghost Spider series for Gwen, um, where Gwen has found herself trapped in the proper universe, so 616. So I assume that that must be something that comes from the end of this book, or it'll be its own accolade at the start. Uh, but Smash has been fun. Uh, most popular book in the world right now is um, Ultimate Spider-Man number one, but until the second printing comes out in about mm, three weeks, we don't have any more, as does nobody else except for the internet and scalpers. So, I mean, you can find your copy for 60 bucks on eBay or wait for the second print, which is going to read just as well, and less will be made. Does that mean it's going to be the book people chase for it? No. Is it the proper to chase that book right this second? You know, when you say the first appearance of Peter Parker and then you add the other Ultimate Universe end of it, I'm going to say it doesn't have the same ring as a Miles Morales or a proper Couldn't Peter Parker. Couldn't you get Parker. more money? Like, right now, like... Theoretically, you could probably get way more money for the first iteration of the Ultimate Universe Ultimates if you had Ultimate Spider-Man number one there. I would, I would, I would hope so. God, I would hope so too. I mean, I haven't bothered to look only because you know the last two weeks has been, you know, talk about whether we still have copies of Ultimate Spider-Man number one. 
it, it is good. It's written by Jonathan Hickman, so the writing is great. It's drawn by Marco Cicchetto, and the art is fantastic. Cicchetto really, really deserves more work. He's so good. Uh, just amazing. Uh, but it's a three-bar miniseries for a universe that I don't know if it has legs afterwards. So we'll see. Um, but that book is very, very popular. I just don't have any more copies, so I'm sorry about that. But here in two weeks, we're going to have Second Prince. So Hey, get there, baby. Come on, come on down. First in order, Hillcrest Plaza. Yeah. Top five comics. Heck yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Wolverine Wolverine versus uh, Predator just ended. So number four came out of it. Mm, uh, with that guy, I, mm, I know we have at least half of it still. If you didn't get the end, we definitely have the end because it just came out. So, oh. so that's, a, that's a thing. Yeah, it is. There's a, a new writer on action comics. Mr. Jason Aaron has stepped over to DC to write some Superman. I think that was a big thing to take. Keep the, keep your eyes on that, I think, throughout 2024. Because uh, the architects of the last 15 years of Marvel have uh, not finalized contracts. And they're uh, stepping over to the other side. At least a handful of them are. Believe, is Gillen? Isn't Gillen as well? That's what we were hearing. So uh, if, you, if you've liked what's been happening at, at the... Um, at the heart of most of the Avengers slash Thor slash Star Wars slash, I don't know, like 20 other things. Um, yeah, a handful of them are uh, going to be switching boats. Yep. So, uh, but Jason that's, Aaron's first... uh it's first, like a long time coming. I, you know, it's funny. When we had... Who was it that switched? Uh, creator of Miles Morales. Uh, Bendis. Brian Michael Bendis, yeah. When he switched boats, I don't know, a couple years ago... We had some really good stuff that came out, and we had some other stuff that people were just not happy with. I'm not exactly sure where he sits in the world now, but his Super Sun stuff was so good. I, I just think that people got mad at him when he uh, derailed what was happening with Superman altogether. And it seems like these, at least Jason, has picked up in motion rather than trying to reinvent the wheel. So I think that works good. It's a bizarro story we're doing. So uh, that's also something that people like. So. As a thing, I think that'd be, if you are not a Superman reader, yeah, it might be a good time to try try it. Because uh, his Thor stuff was really good. His Avenger stuff was really good. Um, I've been told Scalp's amazing, but I yeah. have never read it. So uh, yeah. you, I, I can attest to everything Steve said right there. Yeah, it, it really is. He, it really is. No, he's a good writer. Now, I'll, I'll give you, I'm not entirely a fan with the end of his uh, Punisher run, because I feel like it was more an assassination on the Punisher than it was. Uh, maybe I, I don't I think that was, was an executive decision, man. I don't think yeah, he I did that. I don't necessarily want to put that directly right. on him, right? Because like the rest of the story, as the things unlo- occurred in it, the logo change, all that stuff made sense story element wise. I think it took on a life of its own. And now, is that entirely true? I'm I'm not sure, but I would hate to just hang that directly on him because I liked his other stuff so well. But you know. You win some, you lose some, whatever. It could be both sides, right? I think maybe both sides, the, the creative and, you know, marketing and, and budgeting, the, the, they always have their say because, sure. you know, those are the two things that are coming together that create the product. Avengers Twilight came out also. Twilight? Yeah, issue one. Ooh. The uh, the new uh, future glimpse of a world where just Cat America's had to come back to playing the role because dystopianist. It's getting sexy in here. Yeah, I mean, it's the first issue, they're growing a second printer, they're growing a second print, uh, I think they announced that me... That's pretty quick. Like yesterday, maybe? That's pretty quick. I mean, both it and uh, Spider-Man uh, went to second print very quickly. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Spider-Man's actually listed as going to a third print and they have not sold out a second print yet, which is kind of weird. So, in theory, they're going to say third print already. Flood the markets, boys. I mean, it's a thing. 
Flood them. So we'll, so we'll see. Like I did with the lap of the mall Santa and diarrhea <laughs> back in 1997. Oh, my gosh. Oh. That's terrible. Yeah, That's it terrible. was terrible, Steve. I thought we were sharing. All right, my man. Well, uh, well, that sounds good, dude. It's, it's been fun, man. It's going to be another fun year, brother. Heck yeah. It's the men who look bad in spandex. This is just the beginning of season four. Thanks for tuning in. Grab them where you get them. Your podcast, that is. Like, subscribe. Get alerts. Get hooked up. Make sure you're uh, following all of us and having a good time and, and checking in with all your comic book news and more, of course, with the men who look bad in spandex. Steve? Made so.